across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Wednesday, Rockstar Nation. Man, what a crazy launch we had of uh, Rebus University. A lot of people out there getting the certified listing agent course. Listen, if you haven't already got this, I gave away a 50% off coupon. I'm giving this to the first 200. We've had over 60 people already buy the course, so you can still get this 50% off. Just use the coupon CLA, CLA50, CLA50, lowercase CLA50. Getting a lot of activity in there, a lot of people digging in deep in there, downloading 28 different downloads. A lot of people have signed up and just not even watched any of the videos yet. They're just downloading Jeff Quinton's and Rachel Adams and Jeff Cohn's pre-list books and CMAs. Uh, so I'm almost getting more activity. I should just sell just the downloads for 500 bucks and not worry about any of the 10 hours of video. Uh, we have had three people graduate already. And uh, by the way, you, when you graduate, you get a certificate and it's linked incompatible, which means you can hit one button and it like will automatically go on your LinkedIn page. It's pretty cool. So it allows you to uh, you know promote it, promote your graduation and promote your CLA designation on the on your LinkedIn page. So just go to rebusuniversity.com, pay in full or pay with two monthly payments and type in CLA50 and it'll give you 50% off. I got some reviews. I got some great reviews. First of all, I've been getting new, you know, it's funny how one thing leads to another, but I've been getting a lot more reviews now on my book. This book just isn't just about how to become a, an uber successful real estate agent, which Pat certainly is, but it's also about how to become a successful business person. Pat described some of the pitfalls and setbacks he faced and also some of the ideas he used to become a billion dollar agent and super successful businessman that he is today. He illustrates the benefits of learning to leverage and delegate your time and run multiple businesses as he does. I really love his horizontal income idea and I have put that in my goal planning. I have listened to his audiobook now three times and I pick up a nugget of info I missed every time. I also have a teen that struggles in school with similar problems like Pat did when he was in school. Listening to this part in Pat's book gave my son some inspiration to know that you can achieve anything he puts his mind to doing. Awesome book. Several people have already found that helpful. Five stars from Hug Scott. You know, I get that a lot. I was labeled learning disabled at like eight. I didn't really speak in much words at all until six. They thought my they thought I was deaf or mute or something. My parents did. And anyways, I had some issues there. Graduated uh, college with a 2.6 GPA. You know, what wasn't knocking a ball out of the park by any means. And, you know, certainly I don't believe that, you know, what grades you get or how you learn as a person is going to dictate uh, how good of a salesperson you are by any means. You know, product knowledge and sales knowledge are two completely different things. 
and uh, sales knowledge, I mean, can you learn that by being on the street almost, you know, and, and that's how I did. So, you know, and that's kind of why I went with the direction I'm going with this university is because I believe there's a lot of product knowledge out there and there's a lot of how, how to that, that's very pampered. You know, like if you go to a class at your board of realtors or whatever, they're going to, the, the person giving that is going to take out the nitty gritty because they're being watched, right? Uh, they're not going to talk about, you know, closing and, and detailed stuff, I think, that these people talked about in my certified listing agent course. There's a lot of pampered stuff out there that you get from your broker because your broker doesn't want you to lose your license. So they're not going to tell you anything aggressive to do but some of these listing agents are massively aggressive in the things that they say and so i think that's why it's selling that's why 60 people bought it in 48 hours i mean i mean it's it's nitty-gritty dirt stuff i mean it's great anyways here's one here from jerry charlton here's a down-to-earth easy to read lots of good basic and advanced advice that most realtors myself included overlook and ignore as we search for the real easy ways to take six steps to seven figures. As Pat Hyben reminds us and lays out in his book, it's not that complicated if you're willing, being willing, able to pay your dues, roll up your sleeves and get to work. Add this book to your real estate library because there's lots to highlight and refer back to you when you find you need it. One person found that helpful as well already. Dudes, dudettes, I'm getting uh, some killer ones on my podcast. Thank you for the five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Kay Higgins, my favorite podcast. I love Pat. I love that he teaches from experience of years in the business. He asks great questions and always gets more details out of the interviewee and is never afraid to call someone out on their BS you know, one lady, I was in this class one time and this lady pulled me aside and says, you're the bullshit police. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you're, you're the bullshit police. It's funny because I sometimes think that my soul, the sole purpose of my daughters is to prove that their father is a hypocrite. They're always looking for, you know, something that I said that I do myself, said to them not to do that I do myself. Or something I said that I would do, you know, whether it's eat better or, or wh whatever, that I am not doing, whether I've given up on it or temporarily not doing it. And I, I think they're, they're just so focused. And I think this is a lot of kids on proving that I am a false prophet. Uh, and maybe that's because uh, that's how I am. You know, that's why she says, Pat! is never afraid to call someone out on their be of course you know this is i'm not governed by the fcc i i do this for fun you know this is a labor of love you know i have ends and minds with this but at the same time i want it to be my soul my show and if if, if someone's got eci if someone's got ego commission income and their net is less than that of a, a brand new agent with no assistance and they've got 15 team members i'm gonna call them out on that i mean that's a freaking disaster i mean i don't really want them on my show if you if your eci is a million dollars and your money that you have left to invest is less or zero i should say uh, uh, here's a funny story i'm moving i moved yesterday the mover comes to my house and he goes he goes i heard you were a realtor and we were joke we were talking i should say in the van the the four guys that moved 
my wife and I, the, we were talking and we said, oh, he's a realtor. You know he's got a lot of stuff. This is going to be all day plus. And you don't have that much stuff. And I thought to myself, you know, that's weird. Why does he think that because I'm a realtor, I have a lot of accumulated stuff? I mean, if I was an accountant, would he say that? If I was a, you know, a plumber, would he say that? If I, if I worked for the federal government, would he say that? No. Because we have a reputation as realtors to be accumulators, to spend money on, on stuff we don't need. And, and that's amazing that four moving people would agree and laugh about and talk about ahead of time. It wasn't like one guy said, no, that's stereotypical. That's racist. You can't call him a realtor because he has a lot of... You can't say all realtors. You can't generalize that all realtors are accumulators of, of worthless stuff or accumulators of stuff. That's what I don't get, right? So I thought it was interesting, but I agree with him. You know, let me stereotype realtors. Uh, yeah, they do accumulate. They do spend more than they need to. And when I find somebody with a crappy net, I'm going to call them out. Thanks, Kay Higgins, 85. And that's just what I'm going to do because it's an atrocity of justice that we spend so much and that we have that reputation. Okay, Brandon, TBM, this is the perfect podcast for any serious real estate investor looking for fresh perspective from those who have done it all before. And then here's another. All these are new. This is great. Thanks, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All five stars, iTunes. Pat is, I-S capital, the real deal. Pat Hyben is the real deal. He has been there, done that, yet open to admitting when his guests may be doing something better than he had done in his career. He has the experience to know what questions to ask and when, where to dig deeper for his audience. He has an array of excellent guests and continues to bring value. And he says, and as he says, actionable items to the forefront yes always trying to get actionable items always want to stop people and be okay give me something give the people listening something that they can use hopefully for free right i can't wait to get a hold of his upcoming listing strategies product well hey mike hughes team i don't think i saw you on the purchase of the people that have purchased maybe you did buddy but if you haven't mike hughes team cla50 here's 50 percent off for you bro CLA 50. RebusUniversity.com CLA 50. I can't wait to get a hold of his upcoming listing strategies product. He has access to and shares invaluable insights from his own experience and that of top producers around the country and the world. Thank you, Mike Hughes team. Anyways, guys, yeah, keep coming, right? This listing product is blowing up. Please continue to comment on it. Let me know what you think of it. There's a discussion area, which is really cool. You could get in there and you can discuss stuff. I don't want, you know, yeah, you could get in. Like uh, someone went in there today and was like, hey, I can't download Jeff Cohn's pre-list book. Another person was, hey, is it Jeff Quinton or is it Jeff Cohn? Because they said Jeff's. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this is. So, yeah, you can do that. That's fine. I mean, I'll get the message and we'll fix it. But, but it's really for like, hey. I like it when Rachel Adams said this and someone else being like, yeah, I love it when Rachel Adams drops her pen to re-energize herself or I love it when Rachel Adams does the one-arm hug or I love it when Jeff Combe does the push-off. You know what I mean? Just like I, I want you guys to talk amongst yourselves. Hey, what you like, what you don't like, what you're learning, stuff like that because I think that helps build knowledge even better. If you're talking about Jeff Cohn's push-off in the discussion room, 
then uh, it's going to just link in more, in my opinion. Anyways, so without further ado, let's get on to today's show. You guys are in for a treat. I am so excited. Let's jump right on the call. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we are coming to you today, or I should say our guest is coming to us today from Rogers, Arkansas. I got Brian Curtis on the line, and man, Brian is knocking it dead out there, selling some houses, and he is known for extreme accountability. Yes, extreme account, actually extreme accountability that actually works. He was telling me before the call started that he had an agent that... He took on that was only selling a couple of houses a year, and uh, she's already got eight pending in her first 60 days with his team or so, and and uh, it's all because of his extreme uh, accountability, and we're going to find out how and why and what exactly he does so you guys can implement some extreme accountability in your businesses. So without further ado, Brian, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks, Pat. Great to be here. So why don't you give our audience um, a little rundown on you, Brian, so they can get to know you better? Absolutely. So my history is I was a, I'm a graduate of the Air Force Academy and spent five years as a nuclear missile officer in the United States Air Force. And when you get out of the Air Force, you realize there's not a lot of people looking for nuclear missile officers in the real world. So I uh, had several <laughs> businesses and found out that uh, I really enjoyed sales and real estate. So I actually was doing timeshare sales for a couple of years. That's how I got a real estate license. And a buddy of mine said, hey, why don't we start a real estate company? That was back in 2005. And so I did that. Looking back, not the smartest thing to do since I'd never actually sold a piece of general real estate. But you get to learn a lot of things. You get to create a bunch of wheels, as I say, that probably everyone else already had created. Um, Went through that. I've been a broker owner, and now I've been with Keller Williams for about three years, and uh, we built a team about two years ago. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about some nitty-gritty numbers here. So how many houses did you sell last year, Brian? You know, I didn't look that number up. I did. I have sold 144 in the last 12 months, so that was the number right. up. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay, and so what would you say your GCI on that is? $29 million. That's the volume, right? Yeah, volume, volume is twenty nine yeah. million. What uh, what was your commissions? You know what your commissions added up to? Yeah, give me one second. So we're right at about eight eight and a quarter on that. That's awesome. And then uh, what's your profit margin? So I've, our ROI runs about two point two for every dollar that we spend. We're making two point two. So that's that's like your marketing return. You spend a dollar, you make you make two point two back. Yeah, for every yeah for every dollar that we spend, and that's on marketing, and that's on uh, you know staff, that's on everything altogether. We're running about two point two. Oh, I see. So you mean so essentially you're running at about a forty percent. You're keeping about sixty percent. Is that that's kind of what I would read into that roughly? About thirty-eight. Just the exact opposite. Right, right around thirty-eight is what you keep. Yes. All right, so that that actually would be like a one point eight or something, but it don't matter. Anyways, whatever. So, so yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So you keep thirty eight, which is good. You know, I mean, uh, you know. All right. So, what does your team look like now? 
So I am the team leader, and then I'm also the listing agent, and we're eventually moving away from that. We've got nine buyer's agents. We've got uh, a listing and marketing manager, and then we have a transaction coordinator. Wow. Okay, so what percentage are listings versus buyers, would you say, your business? Right now, our buyer sides are about 60%, and our listing sides are about 40%. Interesting. So let, let me philosophize with you here because I've had a couple of agents come on a show recently and they're all heavier on buyers than listings, which is which is surprising. You know, even in the not near past, there it, it wasn't always like that. Um, why, why do you think that's happening? Why do you think these teams are becoming heavier buyer than listings? Well, it, I'll, I'll tell you, Pat, for honestly, for us, it happened by accident. And my coach said to me, you need to hire more buyer's agents. And I said, why do I need to hire more buyer's agents? I was basically creating buyer leads through my seller marketing. And so, you know, our rule of thumb is we want about 40 to 50 uh, leads per buyer agent per month. And we just kept creating all these, all these buyer leads. And now I don't want to say accidentally because it was on purpose, but ultimately I couldn't handle them all. And so I had to hire more people. When you hire more people, you know, then more, more transactions take place as long as you can give them the lead flow. Wow. Okay. So, you know, at the end of the day, too, with the buyer agents, you know, you could have nine, you could have five, you could have a hundred, but it doesn't mean anything unless they're, you know, selling a decent amount of houses every month inside and out. And it seems you've got a, you've got a niche for that. So what are you doing specifically to keep your buyer agents accountable? So we do several things. The first accountability is we have a morning phone call every single day at 7.30. And that, to me, that phone call does a bunch of things. The first thing is I know they're awake at 7.30 because they're on the phone. And that may sound silly, but uh, years of being a real estate agent, being around real estate agents, expecting people to be up at 7.30 is not always a, a good expectation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so women, so you, they, you guys all call into a number. Yep, freeconferencecall.com. Freeconferencecall.com. All nine agents and yourself, 10 people. And what happens? Like, how long does it last? And what do you say every day? So, never more than 30 minutes because the last thing I want to do is start the day out with a long, drawn out call. They usually run somewhere between 15 and 30. So there's a couple of things. It's accountability. How many phone calls did you make yesterday? How many people did you talk to? How many contracts did you write? How many houses did you show? And then the same thing for today. So what are you going to do today? Okay, I'm planning on making X number of calls, talking to X number of people, and that's the accountability part. The rest of that that happens on that morning call is stuff comes up. You know, we talk about okay, what happened yesterday is I go into a multiple offer situation. How do we handle that better? Or you know, all the things that happen in real estate, instead of trying for me to meet with every single agent and talk to every single one about every the, all those scenarios, let's just talk about them as a group. We all get better from all of our experiences. The other thing that we found is if you're going to do 30, 40 sides in a month, our transaction coordinator can't spend every single minute on the phone solving every problem. So part of that phone call is, what's going on, what's going on with this transaction. So our TC's on there as well so that we can make her day more efficient so she doesn't spend her entire day task shifting between phone calls between all of our agents. Wow. So I, I'm, I'm visualizing each agent's only getting maybe 90 seconds, right, to kind of spit out what they did. And how do you, is it an honor system? How do you know they're just not lying? 
this is why I think they're not lying, Pat. And I'm sure some some mornings they do. So we've got a minimum on our team that you need to make 30 phone, phone calls every day. Mm. So if people got on there and every single person said they made 30 phone calls every day, I would start to think that maybe that wasn't true. So that's the initial thing. Because people get on there, you know, I made 23 phone calls yesterday. Well, why didn't you make seven more? Um, people get on there, I made 42 phone calls. So that's part of it. And then we also have a, in our CRM, you can actually click, go through there. And this is something that we've just started recently. Every time you make a phone call, you click on a button it logs the fact that you made a phone call. So I guess they could all go in there every single day and click a bunch of buttons, but that seems kind of silly. Right, right. And at the end of the day, the results speak for themselves. I mean, you know, if, if they're there and they're not selling anything and they're saying they're calling everybody, they either need like some high-intensity training on what to say or they're just lying to you, right? Right, absolutely. And the chances are, you know, what happens with people, you don't even have to fire them, is, that, is they're going to – they're going to get sick of the pressure and just quit. Do you have much of that? We haven't had much. Uh, we haven't had much of attrition. So we've had one agent leave our team, and he actually went and started his own brokerage. So I guess that's a compliment to us. And he was our number one agent last year. But no, actually, people really enjoy it. The other thing that happens on that phone call is I, I've got some pretty competitive guys on guys and gals on my team. So if you got on that phone call and you made thirty one phone calls, and somebody else gets on there and said they made eighty five. I think that helps push um, the other people. I really feel like it helps. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so Monday through Friday, 730 in the morning for half an hour. Okay, what else do you got going on? For other things for accountability, our CRM allows for that quite a bit. You know, it allows us me to actually go and look in. It does a lot of the work for our front end. I'm sure you know Internet leads 391% higher conversion rate in the first five minutes. So we actually send out text, emails, and do phone calls all in the first five minutes. And I can check and see that that stuff is happening. Okay, so let, let me stop you there. So, okay, first five, someone logs in. First of all, I, I assume they're on your website. They're, a lot of them are on your website. They're looking. They, they scroll through a couple of houses. It stops. It says, okay, if you want to see more houses, you got to sign in. They sign in. It says, okay, enter a password. They enter their phone number, let's say, as their password. Now you have their phone number. How do you and who text them, calls them, and emails them within five minutes? So my system, uh, my CRM, texts them instantly. The CRM emails them instantly. And it just says what? So you were looking at a house on our website. Is it something? Are you looking to buy or sell here? Or whatever the you know, if they're a buyer yeah. or seller. Okay. You know, are you looking to buy or sell, or are you just casually looking? Okay. Um, that's one of them. Another script is you know, uh, you just looked at a house on Zillow. You know, would you like to set up a time to talk about it? Hmm. Okay. And what about the call? Who's calling? So we went to an ISA program for a while and. It didn't. It didn't succeed. So there's some. I'll take a lot of responsibility for that. Better training need to happen. But um, so we went back to all agents. So the three months that we had in ISA were our three worst months. And now, okay. So with ISA, you said inside sales agent. Now, so sure. so with this inside sales agent, this person who was calling, did you hire an outside company or did you hire somebody in in house to do all this for you? I did it in house. So you just paid somebody to pick up the phone and call, and you found they couldn't close. Right. 
Absolutely. They had great conversations and, no, and not enough appointments. And so I'll take responsibility for that. That was my training. That's where I fell down on that. Mm-hmm. Just not sure that I need it. Everyone's talking about it. It's the, it's the new thing in the industry, as I'm sure you know, inside sales associates, inside sales associates. You know, to get somebody to spend eight hours a day on the phone is arduous. You really need someone who's really good at that. And I think that's the challenge that, that we're facing in our industry right now. I'm not saying it can't be done, but the turnover's high, the training's uh, very intense, and we're, we're, we'll think about that model again here in six months. But for the time being, we've gone away from it. And and then, so how did you decide, like, who who's going to call that one? You have them rotating at one every nine? So our, our CRM rotates all of those leads and assigns them for me. I know not everyone does it that way. The last thing I wanted to do was create another job um, for myself of being a lead assigner. So our CRM does that for us. And how do you know if someone if they're calling back within five minutes? The, what they, it's logged in the CRM. Okay, so they got to call through it. Like they, they got to they be online and call through it. So there's a, we there's a phone app that they can just click on their phone app and it logs that the that okay. that phone call was made. Got it. And and what CRM are you using? I'm using Follow Up Boss. Okay. Okay, good. All right, cool. So, uh, sounds like you got that uh, going on. Now, how long have you been in the business, Brian? I started in general real estate in 2005 during the boom. All right. So, how many houses did you sell in 2005? 20. All right. And what what would you say your was that your did it just go up from there? Or did did you have did you do our, any worse than that? No, our volume and numbers have increased every year. Uh, the last year as a single agent, I did 82. Okay, that's uh, decent, 82 as a single. And that was just with salaried staff and with... That was me and me alone, which is a mistake. How in the, how, how do you do that? How do, you mean, work seven days a week and don't have a life. Yeah, yeah. Which well, I would not advocate to anyone. That's amazing, yeah. That's a lot of deals to be doing with no staff. And now you're at uh, close to 150, right? We're on pace this year. Um, we've... If, assuming everything closes between now and June 30th, so the first six months, we'll be at 96 the first six months of 2015 or 16. Okay, so you might hit 200. That's, a, that's our goal. Okay, so, so like what software besides Follow-Up Boss or what phone app are you excited about right now? We use Slack, which I found to be an amazing tool. Um, it, it's great for internal communication. I am not an email fan. I'm not mm. the person who does a great job with their emails. I think I have 35,000 unread emails, so uh, don't send me one if you want to actually get a response. Really? Now, what, what if someone's like, I want to list a $2 million house with you? <laughs> I read them all. I just it, it, it goes through. They just It's just, it's just over, overwhelmed. You just have a little OCD. You can't delete any emails. Huh? <laughs> and, and you're my, a hoarder. I tell people, you know, you're an e- when I see that on someone's phone, when I uh, like they're on their phone and I see a little thing shows up under their mail, it says 35,000 or whatever. I was like, dude, you got, you ought to be on that show hoarders. I mean, you're essentially an email hoarder, but there's a lot of people that have that disease. So don't feel bad about it. I, I don't. I'll work <laughs> on it. There, there's a couple other things I'm going to get better at first, but yeah. So our CRM actually any email that comes in actually goes into our CRM and syncs with that. So I'll catch it that way. But uh, yeah, it's just not my favorite form. Of what is Slack? What is Slack? What tell me about that? So Slack is um, basically it's an internal communication app. And so you can set up channels. So we have, for example, all of our listings in one channel. We have um, 
problems that are going on with transactions in another channel. We have what we call sales training. So we actually have our agents do homework in there. So, for example, homework. Yeah, homework. Who knew, right? What's homework? Tell me what that's about. So we actually spent uh, six months doing some NLP, language of sales, whatever you'd like to call it, training. And at the end of that training, every week, you know, all I want you to do is go and write five examples of things that you would want to use. You know, so instead of giving people a script and say, you know, in situation A, you use script 37, in situation B, you use script 82, we've tried to teach our agents just to have a couple of embedded commands, have a couple of uh, closes that they can work on, that they can come to. But if you don't practice them, they don't work. Mm. So we actually say, okay, we need you to write just one a day, which doesn't take very long. But you're thinking about it. It's easy. It's simple. And then in Slack, anybody on my team can see anybody else's. So again, we all have some of the same situations. We all have some different ones. So why not give you the opportunity to see what works for me? Why not give you the opportunity to see some of the things that I've created? And that way we all can share. So, okay, so give me an example. Let's learn, if, if you don't mind, if we can get some uh, meat and potatoes for our audience. What, what can, uh, give me an example of an embedded command that a real estate agent should know. So my, my real simple one is enlist your house with me. So, you know, a couple of things about embedded commands. So let me just say this. They're embedded, which means they have something in front of them and they have something after them. They are a command. They're not a question. They end on a downstroke. So it might be, you know, thanks for meeting with me. I don't, I'm not sure if you want to list your house with me. But if you do, here's some here's some things that are gonna be that you're gonna want to know, and then okay, go in. Okay, okay. So dissect that for me. I want people to be like pulling over their car, writing this down. So, you you said, I'm not sure if you're going to list your house with me, but if you do, there's a couple of things you should know. Take take me into the embedded part of that, and and. So the embedded part of that is list your house with me. What I say before and after isn't that significant, except that it doesn't need to sound like I wrote a script. So one of the things, there's a couple of things about embedded commands. They end on a downstroke, they're commands. So you're going to take a pause. So a couple of things that you might want to know if you choose to list your house with me, pause after the embedded command, pause before the embedded command, is we were the number two real estate company in Northwest Arkansas. So that would be something that you you know put in there. You can do that with um, buy a house with me. You can do that with basically anything you want someone to do. My other favorite one to do with a buyer, a seller, someone I'm talking to you is the number one thing I want you to do is feel comfortable during this transaction. So I'm telling them basically to feel comfortable. Hmm. So you're you're coming up with this command feel comfortable, list your house with me. You're, you're putting a pause before it and a pause afterwards. Yep. And it doesn't really matter what the, you're putting a, a fragmented sentence or a full sentence in front of it and afterwards. So one would be, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying our ride together, looking at houses. Should you buy a house with me? pause we'll have a lot of good times like this and i'm just i'm pulling this yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so okay Absolutely. so i get it so basically you come up with the embedded command you pause before and you pause afterwards you put some sentences in in between it like a sandwich exactly and then and, and when you say end on a downstroke is that just kind of like 
uh, voice inflection? Uh, Absolutely. You list your house with me. Kind of like so, that. Yeah. A lot of times people end on an upscrope. If you say list your house with me, if you go up, it implies a question. If you end down, it implies a command. Wow, I didn't uh, that's that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And you can and and so you create a list of embedded commands and then you have your agents go in Right. And just kind of write them out like affirmations every day or what do they have to do? What do you require? You know, I want them to take real world scenarios that are coming. So let's say that somebody is looking at 20 houses instead of looking at three or four houses. You, you might do something like, you know, we've we've been out there in the market and by now you realize that there's not any more houses for sale. We've already looked at all the ones that you're interested in. So what I said there is buy now. That's one another one of my favorite ones. But I didn't. But they don't realize that I told them to buy now because it was just B Y, not oh, B. Oh wow, really? And that's so it works, even though it's buy now. Yep. Huh. That's Here's really the one cool. Trick that I didn't share about this: you have to be in rapport. You can't do this with somebody who you just spend thirty seconds with. You have to be in rapport with people. You have to have people who are willing to listen to what you're saying to do embedded commands. I really like that. I, I love that. And I love that you make them do homework to learn this. I mean, because, you know, so many companies and that sort of thing teach technical knowledge and, and very few people. And that's one of the reasons I do this podcast is to is to teach sales knowledge. Right. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. So so what other things are you doing besides extreme accountability and and intense uh, sales knowledge with with homework and that sort of thing to to make your team uh, do what it's doing. The other things we try and do, uh, we try to have fun. And I know that sounds silly. We have monthly events, and in those monthly events, I pay for them. So you know, one time we went to a um, an escape room. That was an awesome time. So we go get the whole team, and we go down to a place, and we do we spend an hour in an escape room, then we go out and have dinner together. Um, you know, we'll have people over to my house. We have had game nights and it's all real simple, easy stuff, but it, it makes it feel like we're all part of a team. And, you know, we also work together. So, you know, a lot of agents become competitive uh, with the other buyers agents on their team. Mm -hmm. We try and create the exact opposite of that. So, for example, I've got a guy who's going out of town. He's going to Europe for a week. Super excited about that. Well, if you're by yourself, you're going to Europe for a week. Guess what? Every single client you haven't talked to in six months is calling you. Yep. Wants to see houses. On our team, they're not going to have. If that happens, that guy's not going to have to pay referral to any of those agents. Every one of those agents on our team will go show houses for the guy who's over in Europe. Wow. And when he comes back. It's the same thing because they know that the same. They'll get the same thing. So instead of trying to figure out, well, whose deal is it? Do we pay a referral? Do we do this? I help you, you help me. At the end of the day, we can all have a better life. Hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's great. And you're building a culture there. Absolutely. Wow. So what, um, what book are you reading now or listening to now or that your team is reading now or listening to now? What would you say? So uh, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I, I, I read a lot of different stuff. The I just finished Darren Hardy's book and – Boy, it just left me uh, what it is. Well, I can't remember the name of it. The Literally, com just, The compound effect? Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And love the compound effect. I'm not sure why I didn't read it 10 years ago. Yeah. So, 
that was the one. And we, you know, we talk a lot about that book just because it's just a simple doing the next right thing over and over again, building that momentum. He talks so much about momentum in that book, and I, and I love that. So. Yeah, I love it. And I think about that book all the time, or at least I think about that theory all the time, particularly when it comes to health and, and money, I think. You know, if you think about uh, those two aspects, and it's not, it's not uh, hey, you know, I want a million bucks. It's what did I save today? And it's not I want to weigh this. It's what did I eat today, right? Um, Absolutely. And and it, and it, it's so easy for us to say nothing or or something, and then expect it not to make a difference because it does uh, with with a compound every day. It just it turns into something huge, you know. Yeah, and that's that's how we think about it in our business, you know. Did you make your phone calls today? If you don't make phone calls right. one day, is that going to keep you from closing a deal this month? No. But it has an effect. you know. Did you practice your scripts? Did you do all the little things that you have to do to keep that momentum going? Absolutely. Wow, wow. So, Brian, let's wrap this up with our uh, flagship question, and that is this. Let's say I took you and I put you on a island. But it's not a deserted island. There's a whole bunch of people running around. They're buying and selling houses. There's a lot of commerce. But I'm taking you and I'm taking nine other real estate agents. I'm putting you all on the island. I'm giving each contestant of this game show $500, a laptop, computer, and a cell phone. And I'm saying whoever sells the least amount of houses every week gets thrown off the game show and thrown off the island. At the end of 10 weeks, there's going to be one agent left. That agent's going to win a million dollars because they outsold all other nine agents. How is Brian going to outsell the other nine agents and win this reality TV show? All right, go. So there's three things that I think we do that other people aren't necessarily doing. Uh, we have we have USPs. Um, very big thing in our business right now is unique selling propositions. So unique selling propositions, we have a VIP buyer program. We have a buy this house and we'll sell your free sell yours free program. We have a guaranteed sales program. And we also have a um, list with me move for free program. So when people work with us, we're trying to have extra added value on everything we do. And honestly, none of those programs are, are tricks or you know, we're not going to buy your house for 50 cents on the dollar for a guaranteed sales program. And then I would take that $500 and I would spend it on Facebook. The amount of leads that you can generate on Facebook, buyers, sellers, it, it, it's, it's astronomical and it allows you to control your lead flow better than anything else. I can't control Zillow. I can't control a lot of other things. But if I need more leads, I can run more ads on Facebook. So those are the things that I'm really that we are really pushing in 2016. That's awesome. Well, that's awesome. It's it's working for you. So so that's great, man. I'm sure you'd win the show. Well, listen, Brian, this has been great. I'm glad you came on. I am going to put all of the information that Brian and I spoke about today on hybendigital.com backslash Brian Curtis C U R T I S. And guys, if you have any referrals in Rogers, Arkansas, what's a major metropolitan city near Rogers? Uh, University of Arkansas is in Fayetteville. That's probably 15 minutes away. Okay. So in the Fayetteville area in Arkansas, or if you don't know, just call him or email him. Uh, he's your guy in Arkansas. So 
Brian, thanks again for coming on. I hope that uh, you and I can meet face-to-face someday. Look forward to it, Pat. Appreciate you having me. Have a good day. You too. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to Pat Hyben interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Please don't forget that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like FISBOs, expireds, expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever, and episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening. And don't forget, every episode, write down two or three things and put them to work. Make them part of your goal setting and make it happen. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. We're on Twitter, at Pat Hyben. We're on Instagram, Real Estate Rockstar Podcast. And we're all over Facebook on Six Steps to Seven Figures and Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. And don't forget, if you want to hear more of me, my awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben or Six Steps to Seven Figures, and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.